selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, you guys can't keep me locked down here in the cellar forever. Oh, hi there. Uh, I'm locked in the cellar again, and the guys are upstairs cooking all this delicious food. I can smell it from here. Oh, my Lord. Is that summer vegetable and egg paninis with Calabrian chili mayonnaise and Capri salad? Oh, that's my favorite, guys. Is that, oh, my God, that's, that is definitely soy glazed pork and rice cakes with bok choy and marinated green beans. You knew I wanted to have some of that. These are some great upcoming meals that we got in advance. Now, every every host of We Ate Movies, including me, when I'm not locked in the goddamn cellar, love Blue Apron. I mean, it's affordable. And the variety you could choose from is incredible. Not to mention the flexibility. We're juggling jobs, projects. I'm sure you're the same. Sometimes you get locked in a cellar. And when you're locked in a cellar and you get out of there, you want to make a quick affordable, easy meal. Well, Blue Apron lets you do that. No one else does. By the way, it is guaranteed freshness, and I can smell it from down here. The door to the cellar is, uh, it's got this gap in it. You know, between the floor and the door, it's not a jar. I mean, I'm very much locked in this cellar, but I could smell that Blue Apron freshness guarantee all the way down here. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash we hate movies. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create an incredible home cooked meal with Blue Apron. So don't wait and don't let that door hit you on the way down into a cellar. That's blueapron.com slash we hate movies. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Los Angelinos, We Hate Movies is coming into your town. 
That's right, Los Angeles people. Uh, that's better, Los Angeles people. We will be there uh, with the Los Angeles Podcast Festival. We will be there from October 6th through the 8th at the historic Millennium Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles, right? That's Los Angeles. We are, uh, we've been beating around the bush, but we now have a movie that we're going to do, which, quiet drum roll, I'm doing this by myself, is Constantine. Yes, the Kaninu Reeves film. You know, the the one where he takes a, a famous British character and just makes him Keanu Reeves. And there's like monsters in it and Jimon Hunsu and Shia LaBeouf is going to be there and uh, Gavin Rosdale of Bush. And like there's multiple Rachel Vices. There's, there's plural of a Rachel Vice. So that's going to be our show at as part of the festival, which is, that's right, it's a podcast festival. So if you go to LAPodFest.com, you're going to buy your tickets there and you're going to be like, well, this seems like, you know, a pretty expensive We Hate Movies show. It's not, because it's not just a ticket to a We Hate Movies show. It's a ticket to WTF. It's a ticket to My Favorite Murder, to Cashing In with T.J. Miller, the comedy film nerds, you know, the, 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 the Chapo Trap House, the Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone, the Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. He's going to do it there, even though it's not Monday morning. Speaking of time, we, have, we now have a schedule. We will be playing at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Constantine at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. It's a little spooky. Uh, it's going to be early, so we'll be mostly sober. More sober than usual, anyway, which would be great. Eric won't be, but we, we most of us will be sober. It'll be fantastic. Anyways, it's going to be on October the 7th at the historic Millennium Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. We Hate Movies is doing the movie Constantine. And this movie contains my favorite line reading from a bad movie ever. And I won't tell you what that is now, but I'll tell you there on October the 7th at 4 p.m. at the historic Millennium Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. It's going to be amazing. It's got an enormous uh, amount of talent is going to be in that hotel, and we're going to be part of it. It's going to be so fantastic. Go to LAPodFest.com. Get your tickets now. We are on October the 7th at 4 p.m. doing Constantine. Brian will not be there. Now on today's program, uh, this is just going to be a fun little romp through some 90s trash that we all had a good time with. It's If Looks Could Kill. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, this is uh, oh, it's our loose back-to-school episode. I don't know if anybody cares about that, but <laughs> kids are back in school, and this is about a kid who graduates school to become James Bond well, Jr. Well, he's got it incomplete until yeah. he becomes James Bond Jr. That's right. So this is uh, from 1991, directed by uh, William Deere. Uh, excuse me. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> yeah, William oh, Deere. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Chris. It's, it's yeah, a proper yeah. way. This is Sorry. a better movie. Yes, it I is. I don't know about that. 
I haven't seen Harry in the Get out of here, Corbin! <laughs> you haven't seen... <laughs> Nobody Her- loves you! You haven't seen Harry in the Hendersons? In about five years. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it ever, period. What? You what? haven't <laughs> seen Harry in the Hendersons? I've only seen that one part where he says, get out of here, Harry, like a bunch <laughs> on cable, and that's yeah. like my joke. Yeah. But I've never seen the movie. Oh, wow. You sell that well. I just assumed you'd seen it. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Steve, it sucks. Okay. Uh, and this movie is better. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. But well, maybe. So this is Richard. Did Predator play Harry and Harry and Wait, the Henderson? Wait, did the yes. Predator yes. play? Okay. Kevin Wait. P. Hall. The yeah. late no. Kevin P. Hall, Predator, Harry and the Henderson fan. Yeah, same dude. He of Predator. Uh, so this is uh, Richard Grieco, uh-huh. fresh mm-hmm. off of his uh, 21 Drum Street spinoff being canceled, <laughs> uh, making his, his feature film debut in If Looks Could Kill. And I got to tell you, I liked this movie. It's I had fun, fun with it. It's a total yeah, fun one. I love it's, it. It's trash. And now, and now, here, all right, Sourpuss. What do you have to say, Sourpuss? <laughs> eh? <laughs> wow. Well, That's it, what I have wait, to say. It, eh? Chris, at it's least, fine. It I mean, moved it's, at a clip. It, it does. It's it's a well paced. It's a brisk movie. like eighty nine minutes it, or something. It moves. I will say that I wound up seeing this movie like maybe seven weeks ago, just on like, oh, this would be fun to watch. Uh, and then I had to watch it again for this, and that was tough. Yeah. The two the twice in a year in a calendar year is a problem. Dude, I did it with it. Yeah, that's for tough. last week's that's episode, tough. man. Because I watched it like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh yeah, that remake's coming out. Yeah. Like, let's see, you know, how this holds up. Just fucking watching a three hour movie twice in a year. It doesn't pay to watch movies, period. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> not for this show. <laughs> by, by the way, did you guys see who the uh, screenwriter is? Oh, I did. Darren yeah. Starr, the creator of Sex in the City. And the yeah. creator of Beverly Hills Down at 2-0 and Melrose Place. Uh, well, he lives in a mountain Aaron of money. Spelling. Well, yeah, but well, Darren Star was a guy. <laughs> please, please, Mr. Aaron Spelling. Me. But Aaron Spelling was like, ah, give me a bunch of teenagers. Oh, and so then, you know Aaron Spelling would be searching for boobs on Google. He <laughs> yes. would if he was alive from beyond the grave. I've, did he live to see the internet? Yeah, I'm sure. I think he's more of a he's, Tata's man. He <laughs> saw the internet and then he immediately died because he was in <laughs> shock of it. It was like sh- showing like an old farmer the first car. And my shows are going to be on this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was actual audio from the death of Aaron yeah. Spelling. I was there. I, I captured it. I had a floating <laughs> mic. So this movie, man, is like a good never too young to die. Yeah, that's a perfect a, way yeah. to describe it. Basically, it's like a high school age person who turns out to be a pretty good at being a spy. I mean, it, the the pitch is definitely Ferris Bueller's Day Off meets James Bond. Yeah. And yeah. it's also like, you know, it's it's a bit of a proto Austin Powers in a lot of ways. Yeah. Not a lot of ways, but it's it's just cuz that one spy, woman. Oh, that's not the same spy lady, is it? spoof thing, a different woman actually. Uh, but they're kind of like similar characters. Yeah. Do you ever see? Do you look into Linda Hunt, who plays uh, the, the the heavy in this movie, her filmography and what she won an Oscar for? Oh, please tell. Wait, us. the little tiny lady won an Oscar. She did for, for- being in uh, da- uh, a year of living dangerously, playing an Asian man. Yep. Really? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is a uh-huh. year of living dangerously? Isn't that the one with Mel Gibson? Yeah, it's a Peter Weir movie that I'll never see. Oh. I just saw that she, today and I was like, what? And I looked at the Asian pic- dude? I looked at the picture. I was like, nope. I like Peter Weir and I've avoided this movie for years because Wait, of this. Wait, like, like, a, like a Mickey Rooney Asian dude? It's not. It's better than that, but it's. Well, it know. would almost have to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like 1986. Move the dial a little bit on mm. that one. Wow, that's pretty weird. It's, it's pretty, very, very it's weird. It's kind of like that Glenn Close movie nobody saw. Oh, Albert right. Knobs. Well, or, but now she's, you know, nested and she's on a CT. 
A-T-O New oh. Orleans or whatever the fuck. Sorry, oh, I get just, it together, Cabin. I, it's fucking, uh, is it CS? NCIS Los Angeles. Eric Siska on the internet ticker is showing me pictures of this and my God. <laughs> just how is that acceptable in the mid-80s? How is that? I mean, all right, first of all, it's not acceptable, but it's understandable in the mid-80s because my God, it's the mid-80s and look sure. at us today, it's still terrible. But how is that Oscar caliber? Yeah, that's a good question. Now, in the movie, uh-huh. is it that she's a lady pretending to be an Asian guy, or is the movie like no, this she's is an, an Asian, this is an Asian, guy. Asian guy? Yeah, so oh. it's like I would. They should like take what? it away from her, like they did with Joe Paterno's like uh, wins. <laughs> did they take the wins away? Oh, I, I just thought they st- they tore that statue down. I feel like that guy died with no wins. <laughs> um. Yeah, this movie starts off with like the Warner Brothers logo comes on and Pomp and Circumstances playing. And I was like, man, isn't this how Back to School starts? I wish I was watching Back to School. I feel like if you start a movie with a pomp and circumstance, it's not a movie. Like, oh, oh really? that's not a movie. Yep. <laughs> Disqualified. <laughs> you can't yeah, totally. <laughs> if you have a uh, public domain song in the in the over the opening titles, not a movie. <laughs> Nobody owns pomp and circumstance. Maybe somebody does. Oh, the pomp family. Oh, maybe Randy Savage does. <laughs> that's, that was that was his intro music for a while. Oh, that's right. What would be? It would have to be the estate of Randy Savage at this point. <laughs> savage estate. <laughs> the Savage estate. That is a reality show I'd watch. <laughs> we should probably get into Richard Grieco because if you don't know who Richard Grieco is, right. you're not going to understand this episode. Which yeah. you probably won't anyway. <laughs> but he is like a sexy gentleman that's in his forties playing a high school student. No, was he forty no, making a, this movie? He's twenty six, but you you feel the twenty six. Yeah. Well, so Richard Grieco was on Twenty One Jump Street yes. for a fashion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was he later in Jump Street or was he early Jump Street and left? He was early Jump Street. He overlapped with Johnny Depp, but it was, I think it was always like you know we could give it to you, you want to keep acting up, jo- Johnny. We got Grieco. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give the whole show to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's warming up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wait, but was there a time on that show where it was Greco-less and Depp-less? Yes, I think the last season was great. It was all about uh, the DeLuises were running wild on this. Just show. cancel that fucking oh, show. Man. I think Dom got involved at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he... Listen, I, didn't, I haven't seen a lot of 21 Jump Street. Guaranteed there's an episode where he's playing their dad. The mm. king of cocaine. <laughs> Was that right? I don't know. Oh, the character is the yes, king of the, cocaine. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise might also be the king well, of cocaine. Well, don't speak ill of the I dead, Kevin. Who knows? Oh, man. <laughs> I know. How many dead people are we going after? Yeah, I know. Like, it's okay to go after Aaron Spell. You do not besmirch Dom DeLuise. Wait, Linda Hunt's dead too, right? No, she's alive. She's really? I just said she's, she's on NCLS, NCLS Los Angeles. Uh, well, oh, well, that's a death sentence. <laughs> Every week, you can find her hanging out with uh, Chris O'Donnell and LL Cool J. Sure. Yeah, nobody's watching that except your dad. <laughs> so, like, this is this was supposed... This is his, his fe- feature film debut, and it's very clearly, like, we want to be in the Richard Grieco business. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, and let's just see... Let's give this a whirl. I love failed, like, starring roles like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Kind of what that John Stamos never too young to die movie. Like it's a TV person that you're like, you know what? It's gonna be. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes you get the peacemaker, and you're like, I want to be in the George Clooney business, and then it's George Clooney. Right. But then other times it's I want to be in the Richard Grieco business, and it's like, eh. Was the peacemaker what did that, or was it from Dust Till Dawn? It's a good question. I mean, Dust Till Dawn is a little bit. It's a bit of a ensemble. I think yeah. it got him a lot of more attention. Yeah, but I think Peacemaker was what brought him into the fl- that and that. What was that? Michelle Pfeiffer. One, One fine, fine day. day. 
That was a pretty uh, good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never saw that one. That's fine. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Richard Grieco, like, he's a very handsome dude. He's got perfectly threaded eyebrows in this movie. They thread. Sometimes you can tell it's a reshoot because they're, they're, they're like, uh, it's like bad animation, like the eyebrows go in and out. I, I thought it was kind of like an EKG, like when he was panicked, they kind of changed a little bit. When, uh, now, when he was like laying down cool, they were kind of flat. What is the deal with that? Like, if he, like, like, he has to shave him every day or like like does it just grow into caterpillars? Like I think that's the deal, dude. He's gotta it's just like a fucking giant thing. He's gotta like, like keep that shit in check. It's like a unibrow mustache, like he's got Tom Selleck on his face. Yeah, I think so. When I say this is Italian shit. blood, you gotta keep that shit tight, my yeah. friend. You gotta figure it out. Little known fact, Richard Grieco has been the wolf man this entire time. <laughs> and he just keeps it really short. So that's where he's been. Yeah. So uh, we it, we open on his graduation, and he's very excited to be graduating. He's got a stoner pal who's at least 20 years younger than he is. Yeah, this guy, uh, file him under useless character. So he's six years old. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly <laughs> six years old. Yeah. Uh, he's like a Zach Orth type, I guess. Yeah, except uh, Zach He's a Orth. Type? <laughs> well, fat guy with a bad haircut. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy's not fat. No, neither is Zach Orth. Really, he's kind of fat. But <laughs> well, he is kind of yeah, fat. Yeah, sure, you go back and forth. I don't know, but it's just like it bothered me because throughout that movie, I kept waiting for the buddy to like step up and do something. Yeah. And he doesn't. He it's does a, do one thing we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll pretty, get to it. Pretty repulsive. I don't know. I was turned on. <laughs> so, oh, is that true? He, <laughs> no, he finds uh, him and his buddy are like goofing off during graduation. You get that they are slackers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love a good well, slacker. Here's a great sign of a slacker, by the way. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but. It says directed by Richard Linklater. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, are at your own graduation commencement, and you're wearing headphones. Oh, oh shit! Right. And yeah. that music's loud because you don't care. Just yep. blasting asshole rock. Oh, like, <laughs> there's so much early '90s, late '80s fucking dickhead music in this movie. <laughs> like sub poison shit. It's, it's really bad because it's not even fart rock. Yeah, it's sub poison. It's a fucking audio diarrhea. Well, I feel they like t- dickhead music. I want to. I want to put. A, I want to put a flag on that one. Oh, I'm sure there's some fucking hardcore label that's got that. Hey, did you see this, man? My new fucking EP's coming out on dickhead music. <laughs> yeah, you can find it. It's being distributed via dumpster. <laughs> oh, man. Please come to our show at the VFW Hall this Wednesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, uh... You yeah. all know what I'm talking about. We do. <laughs> Fugazi's next four side projects are going to be there. <laughs> oh. Releasing them all. So uh, he he finds out that he did not actually graduate. He gets like a surprise, which I feel like they should have told him before. You right? have to have yeah. some notice. Yeah. You can't get the thing in the diploma no, book. That's embarrassing. You get the choice. Then like, okay, so do you want to walk in like December in a special ceremony? Oh wait, that's college. <laughs> but or go now. I I don't know. I guess since it's high school. Well, I mean, I still don't have my official college diploma. I have a degree yeah. from a college, but I don't have the thing. Because I French. No, I did not fail French. I actually didn't have to take a language requirement because I already completed that in high school. Anyway, I don't have my fucking actual paper because I still owe the Purchase College Library 10 bucks. And if you're listening, school administration, you're never fucking getting it. Just pay the Charge $10. me ten dollars for fucking God. No, 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 no. Do you know why? Do you know what this is? Do you no, this is fucking principal, dude. <laughs> I had oh boy here, comes. here we go. I had Godfather <laughs> two on VHS two two tapes and they were due back to the library, and I went to go return the tapes on the day that they were fucking due, and anyone out there who's you know 
gone to Purchase College, at least back in the day, when it rained, the library flooded constantly. Eric Siska, as a former employee of that library, you <laughs> yeah. know exactly what I'm talking I, I about. I worked there, yeah. Why didn't you bring it back, dude? Listen, motherfucker. I went to go return the tape, and they had to close because there was a flood, and the fucking door was closed, and it said closed due to flooding. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I went back to my dorm the next morning, went back. It was open, returned the tape. That was the end of it. Fucking like two weeks later in my like campus mailbox, I get the notification, late fee. Did we, late really, fee. Did we have late fees? We did. $10. <laughs> I think it was like five bucks a day, and it was two tapes, wow. ten bucks. Oh, wow, yeah, you got, you got, you got fucked. Yeah, no, I was getting fucking shafted. So no way, no way. I mean, All the right. plumbers are useless. It's not, well, no, it doesn't. No, I've mean, been working sure. professionally would, for, for a decade. Yeah, you're it fine. would be in a closet somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. yeah. No, you're, you're never seeing that fucking money. Oh, wait, you're I not going to hang it? Yeah. SUNY per I I oh wow I came from SUNY did? Purchase. Is that what you Not did? even graduated. I came from <laughs> SUNY Purchase. Is that what your degree says? Yeah. Wow. It says you this came beast from came from. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got you that uh, as a gag gift since I came at SUNY Perch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was at your bachelor party. And, and, and it, it, four and years you framed four, it. <laughs> <laughs> I framed this gag gift from my bachelor party. <laughs> that That's something right. fucking our president would do. So uh, he finds out that he failed French. Or he got an incomplete in French, right. and his dad, who's very Italian, which he has to be if he's Richard Grieco's dad, is giving him a lot of shit while he's like fixing a fucking sink. Yeah. He's this actually dude- Mario Mario, I think. <laughs> this dude was in uh, those fucking terrible My Big Fat Greek Wedding movies. Oh, okay. He wow. was like an uncle or some shit. Mm-hmm. Did he the wedding? Is he the wedding? Yes, he was the wedding. Oh, okay. he, and, and playing the wedding. <laughs> God, I can't believe anyone's listening to this. <laughs> So yeah, so it's like you, you you fail. His parents are fucking running up one side and down the other about this. Yeah, and it's this weird like, and this this is like total. We still have this now, and it's actually like a problem because we spend so many decades fucking insisting on college educations and telling people that like vocational schools were garbage, and that's what this movie is doing. It's like, well, you know, if you don't fucking figure out something you're gonna go to the vocational school yeah, you'll learn you're a gonna, trade yeah. that is actually gonna pay you more than a shitty <sighs> fucking office job with a humanitarian's degree or whatever the humanity humanities, humanities. humanities. <laughs> what See, did we I all say? did go to a well, no, no, I, everyone everyone in this room aside from Andrew doesn't have a diploma at all has gag diplomas that I've given them no, I gave Eric shit. on his 24th birthday yeah. a, a humanitarian award I he thought, thought it was a diploma wait I thought you were th- wait I thought that was the dean <laughs> that was you? <laughs> yes, that was, was you in a funny jacket. <laughs> he was in disguise as the dean. Actually, you guys remember the... We hey, Dean Yeager. We didn't have like a dean of the whole school, but we did have a, like a college president. You guys think that he looked like Bernie Sanders a little bit, oh, looking sure. back on that guy? I have blinked all of that out of my mind. Oh, yeah? Most of it. He was an all right guy. Uh, but yeah, it's and it, they're really fucking turning siblings against each other here because they're like, your brother. It's like the little kid's playing like a fucking yeah. Game Gear. It's very better off dead-ish for it a is. second. And he's, they're like, your, your brother, who's going to be a successful dentist, and he's going to drive a Mercedes. And the kid's like, BMW, you stupid asshole. And they're like, sorry, Gerald. It's going to be a BMW with his hot wife, and you're going to have what? to change his oil. And this kid's like, <laughs> game gear. <laughs> I always like the idea of being a mechanic is like the world's greatest trash job. It's like, yeah, no, it's yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's pretty good. 
Especially if you're servicing Mercedes, forget about it. Yeah, no, that's the real... But that's like what we've done for fucking decades upon decades is like if you have this service job or some sort of trade job, you're a fucking loser. Mm -hmm. So that's what this movie's doing and it strikes the the fucking fear of God into Richard Grieco. Uh, So he says, and I don't really understand how this would wind up getting him class credit, but he's like... The French teacher is taking the French club on a trip to Paris. Oh, yeah. I think the idea is that he can't do summer school because the French teacher is going to be in, in Paris. Right. A so, spoiler alert, just get a, D, a GED, which is totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Just get a GED. A Greco equivalency diploma. <laughs> yes, also, exactly. a lot of summer schools, not that I would know, um, <laughs> are multiple schools, you know, you... Like the neighboring high school would also oh, it's yeah. in a separate location. I think yeah, that yeah, might, you I think that might be into that might be one. small town shit though. Oh, I don't know. I'll tell Detroit. you because I, <laughs> it's not like I would know. Well, I oh, I've, been, I've done or, been to summer school. Oh, I, I went to summer school oh, for so for math after junior year. You were just waiting for all of us to admit. <laughs> Look, there's no shame in it. I've, I've been there. I failed trig in high yeah. school, and I had to go to summer school to like take the test over. And then I failed it again by like two points. And I went to the guidance counselor, and I was like, "I plan to go to college for studying the history of film. Do I need this fucking math test?" And he was like, "No." And that and that was the end of it. I was like, "Why did I do it the first time?" Yeah, that would, happened to me. But I first I failed the grade twice, and then took the test and failed it again. Oh, and then eventually they were like. You know you're doing that for nothing, right? <laughs> I failed English in freshman year just because that's I didn't, impossible. I know. Uh, I didn't give a shit, and yeah. I was a real slack. I was a slacker myself, but instead of I put Doritos in my ears in graduation. <laughs> uh, but uh, and I tried to leave the and I I, I went I, you know I, I know how to read and all sorts of stuff, so I wound up, I, I wound up nailing and all sorts of stuff. I wound up. Sl- I was not, wondering what that meant. Also, <laughs> knocking it out of the park in my English summer school. School freshman class, I was the top of it, but I was also just an asshole. And I, the last day, I went up to my teacher. I was like, "Hey, man, can I just get out of here? I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm done with the test." He's like, "Your attendance has been so shitty. <laughs> Sit down." <laughs> like I got a ninety, whatever, but it yeah. was just a real like That's this guy amazing. didn't like my face. Well, then there was that other time I had to go to summer school, and it was like me and a bunch of like ragtag people in the class. You know how that always happened. Yeah, and sure, like, sure, sure, sure. Ocean's know, Eleven of underperforming. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy, and like the teacher, it was kind of cool because he had this like great, awesome dog that he brought in all the time, and sometimes he took what? us to the beach, and like this one time we got to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre in class. What? Dude, I'm telling I think you, the plot of summer. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> I was about to say that sounds like this. Good job. Uh, so we we cut away from that to one of my biggest pet peeves in in all of cinema because it's just lazy shit. It cuts to like a country, a shot of like a countryside, and uh, it just says somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Fuck you, name a place. Just well, we were look, doing look that a lot in the eighties. Well, yeah. also this movie is it is somewhere in Europe. It's such a vague Europe thing. You got like you got random characters who are British, random characters who are Irish, some that are like French or German. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So some German. of those things are going in and out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have Linda Hunt who could play any nationality. That's true. Any <laughs> oh, she's a them. real chameleon. <laughs> I can't get over that. Yeah, that's, I'm that's, still in shock. Billy Kwan, by the way. Billy Kwan was yeah. the character's name. Yeah. 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 Good God. She was also supposed to Wikipedia. This is not me. This is not me. <laughs> Says that she's a, she's also a dwarf. Um, 
Yeah, Billy Kwan. But like, I don't even know why they're Kwan. I don't know. Why can't they just call him William Kwan? Why is it Billy? (laughs) That's the question. That is a good question. So yeah, we get we get uh, uh, the biggest celebrity in the movie. Oh boy. The Who's Roger Daltrey as Blade, the Bond stand-in. Man, Franz Liszt is here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, can we just stop everything and talk about how good Ken Russell's Listomania is? It is amazing. Is? You know movie. what? I still haven't seen it. Oh, you dude, crazy, yeah. crazy person. You got yeah. to. Get it's the, so good. It's get as good as gla- the devils, easily. Get a tall glass of water, and you're in crazy yeah. town. Nice. Like, immediately. I like that. And yeah. No, guess, I got, oh, by the way, yeah. guess who plays the Pope in that movie? Ringo Starr. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, you fucking watch it. It's funny watching Roger Daltrey in this movie because it just reminds me that I don't give a flying fuck about the Who. Never have, never will. Yeah, I like Who's next. I think it's good record, but yeah. like I, I like uh, Bob O'Reilly is a good song. But, uh, that's a good like, song. I mean, I guess I, I just don't give a fuck because I never listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. it's I not mean, that I've listened and I'm like, eh. yeah, because they, you didn't own a van in 1978. <laughs> well, they're also not one of the bands that really gets thrown around in high school. Like, it's not your Led Zeppelins. It's not your Bob but if Dylan's. you were one of those kids, though, because we had those kids oh, yeah. in, our, in our high school that were like the real fucking 60s Anglophiles, which yeah. is just a weird thing to be. Sure. Dude, you're fucking 15 in 1999. Let's tone it down a little bit. <laughs> and you bit. smoked a joint once. <laughs> so let's please. Let's Put that please. fucking fluffy shirt away. <laughs> but it's kind of a bait and switch. You're like, oh, Roger Daltrey's in this movie. I guess it's about Roger Daltrey. Yeah. He gets murdered immediately, which I kind of like. It's awesome. But I'll tell you, I think I read the description description maybe it was imdb or my plex app description did or something they, did they run out of funding for a roger daltrey james bond movie <laughs> and just <laughs> use the beginning of it <laughs> no 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 no. it wasn't trivia it was like the plot summary which said that uh they think that he's dead but he's not and then when the movie was over with i was like oh that dude's dead no yeah that dude is definitely dead. he gets dead. choked to death by linda hunt who's got like this weird like necklace that turns into a whip yeah, yeah. that's that sexy shit the world's greatest spies somehow mm. can't get around a whip well it's like when homer trips james bond or whatever happens she's like the terminator in this movie she's unstoppable yeah. yeah it's kind of a fun twist oh she does have a hilarious end though um so yeah so uh, Roger Reese uh, is playing. What is this dude's Augustus name? Augustus Terenko. Thank you. So he's like this, like sort of EU type thing, and he he works for them. He's like, like the, the head of all all of the currency. The currency, like, yeah. yeah. Like they just they. It's a very vague thing. He's on Time Magazine, and he's there. He's just like. The man who will save Europe or some shit like oh, that. That's weird. Yeah, he's, I guess he's like an economist or something, and he's like collecting currencies or, or from other, not currencies, but like actual gold, gold bars from, gold. from Germany <laughs> and shit. First of all, you might want to return those to the proper families. Secondly, yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. What, what, maybe. Is, what is going on? He's just, he's going to melt down all these countries' gold and then mint his own currency, which is, by the way, gold coins. How stupid is that? What is this? What is this? Fucking uh, the Middle Ages? Walking around with a sack of coins? It it's, is kind of weird. It's bison bucks. We're it talking is. about yes. bison bucks. Those bison bucks. And bison. Was oh, yeah. oh, right, right, right. Get a- my bison dollars. <laughs> That's right. It's also Hudson Hawkish, like yes. the whole plan thing. Well, what's also weird is they look at the coin at one point and they're like, see, there's a scorpion on it. That's his logo or whatever. I was like, this dude's got a logo? <laughs> you, don't, not- you have a logo? 
I don't have a logo. Oh, man. Everybody else in this room has got a logo. Ah, shit. Mine's a flamingo. <laughs> well, that's What's great cool. about looking at a coin that has a scorpion and I'm instantly like, oh, yeah, that's from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why he has a scorpion. But I also as a just logo. don't understand the thing. It's like, now use my money. Like, yeah. okay, that doesn't mean you own anything. But then, like, yeah. he, but the, then the ultimate plan is to kill all these people. Oh, I that's see. true. So he then wants he, to kill all the other heads of state, I guess. And then he would be the head of the market and the head of. The world, I guess. You know, we don't. I think there's going to be a couple trip ups in that escalation. But but. to be fair, we don't know the markets as well as someone like Augustus Steranko might. You know, that's true. (laughs) He's like an Alan Greenspan that's slightly more evil, just a little more. (laughs) He's he'll always be Lord John Mulberry to me. West Wing. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yes. he is on a few uh, episodes. He'll of West always Wing. be the sheriff of Rottingham. Oh, yes, to me. Well, of course. Uh, Men in tights. Robin Colcord from Cheers. Yeah, that's, that's mine. That's, that's it. That's mine. He's also uh, he was a big theater actor. He recently passed away. That Roger Reese. Um, so so it turns out that there's like an agent who's being sent to squash this guy. Mm. Who well, has actually to protect him at first? It's uh, they don't. Realize, oh, they think. Oh, that's right. They oh, they don't know that he's a, he's a bad guy yet. Right? This is kind of a confusing spy movie. It doesn't make any sense. Why bother with the thinking that he's a good guy? Just he's the just bad guy. It. Go just get do him. It. Just it's do a very it. silly just, movie. Yeah, that's what guys. It's a silly movie. He's a nefarious dude. Yeah, whatever. So there's a guy who has the same name as Richard Grieco's character. Oh my god! What's it? Jeremy Corbyn. Michael <laughs> Corbin. Oh, Michael Corbin. Yeah, that's better. And he like he looks like. Your dad, like yeah. it's not. This is not a fucking Ooh, Michael spy Corbin. Look. Yeah, the original Michael. The guy Corbin. that is. He then goes. He's going to the airport. He gets a call from mother, which is the code name yeah. for, um, for the, the, the general. military general. Yeah, and it turns out to be Richard Grieco's mother calling him at the airport for uh, for fucking no reason to <laughs> so say to buy an extra souvenir. Buy more, please. Buy, <laughs> buy. <laughs> Buy an extra bottle of Chanel for Grandma. That's what this woman is calling her son at the airport for. Because it's hey, cheaper over there. Guess hun. what, Grandma? Go to the fucking Galleria. You want something actually French? I'll get you something actually French. Yeah, totally. But now the spy, Michael Corbin, is on the phone with Richard Grigo's mother, and Linda Hunt is is undercover cleaning the uh, first class lounge and. She immediately blows this guy away. And I yeah. mean, what what an idiot! Like. This is your spot. This is your like. T- he's called. He's called a jackal. Before yeah. they cut to this guy, they make out. Yeah, you're totally <laughs> right, Kevin. There's like shit about like you better keep your eye on this guy. He's a real jackal well, and all this to shit. To be fair, that all that means is he cut his hair really short, dyed it blonde, and then like killed Jack Black for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that fucking movie? To cover his tracks, Was Eric. that Jack Black? I think so. Yes, yes he's, got, he's got, Bruce Willis has like the remote control <laughs> to like, the super gun yeah. and he fucking yeah. shoots off Jack Black's arm. That's a stay tuned and a half. Big it, one. It, absolutely it, it has the most uncomfortable gay kiss and only because it's Bruce Willis and it's like his mouth is so closed pushing his well, face into this guy's face. It's like yeah. Medusa. It turns to stone when that happens. <laughs> when it's a it's man. Like, oh, I'm going to win an Oscar now. Mm. I, but I will say the <laughs> original the day of the jackal is uh, great is that steve mcqueen who's the dude in that no it's um it's I, nobody you know it's oh, nobody big i never saw it's it it's pretty but it's really good but it's it's fucking ridiculous they're like amping this dude up and when you when it cuts to the airport you see him like from behind and the camera's coming in and it's like dun 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 
dun dun dun he's a real jackal and then it turns around and it's just your fucking creep next door neighbor like it's, it's the worst casting and ever. uglier Jerry Seinfeld somehow <laughs> oh what? yikes no it's an uglier Lloyd Braun oh maybe <laughs> Which one? One or two? Uh, fuck. One. It's actually more of the one. one the yogurt. One was the handsomer Lloyd Braun with the fat-free yogurt. Matt McCoy was later when he goes yeah. to the yeah. theater, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perfectly sane food to eat. Well, it, but it, it's kind of like a, a Marcus Brody reveal in uh, <laughs> uh, in uh, Last Crusade. Like he'll blend in. He speaks twelve different languages, and it's like, does anyone here speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are in the Detroit airport. Right now. <laughs> and so this is like your classic pre-computers, definitely pre-9-11 situation oh, where he just comes up and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, Richard Grieco, that is. He comes up and he's like, yes, I am Michael Corbin. And they check his passport and it's like, yes, you are. First and they of, give him this first, first all, class ticket. Wouldn't the CIA check the itinerary for the whole plane and be like, oh, well, wait, there's two guys. Maybe this, maybe our undercover agents now, Michael Smith. Or this something. is an international cock-up of epic proportions. Oh, yeah. Well, the this, idea is like, oh, nobody knows who he is and blah, blah, blah. But, like, somebody should know who Somebody's got to meet somebody at some point. Well, the CIA is treated like the gang that couldn't shoot straight in this fucking movie. <laughs> well, but they like, are kind of. They are, but, like, this is a lot. They lose a lot. This guy gets, the first guy gets shot in the back because he turns his back on two people. Yep. Master spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in, when we get to the fucking... God, I hate it. When we get to the airplane and the, and then Linda Hunt gives a poisoned drink to his body, he's like, oh, well, great. <laughs> Dude, well, yeah, we'll get to that because that's a great moment. So, yeah, he gets on the plane. Like, his French teacher is very upset. She's like, Michael, I can't believe you're going into first class. Like, toodaloo, babe, or whatever yeah, he and says. who's this lady? She's been in, like, minor roles in a couple of Woody Allen movies. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's in Lewin Davis as well. Uh, I think that's most recently what oh, I saw. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she's in, like, Alice and Crimes and Misdemeanors. She's in Crimes and Misdemeanors for sure. Um, but and so she's the French teacher. She's actually pretty good in this movie. She's yeah, she, pretty she's funny. A lot of fun. I, I Ro- Robin Bartlett. Yeah. Um, so it's this classic, like, she's trying to tell the flight attendant, like, mm. that's my student. You know, like, he should be back here with us. The whole class is flipping out that this dude's in first class. And it's like a, a a joke first class. They're making them like fresh eggs somehow. I was like, there's where a, are those going? There's well, an omelet that's back made. Back in the day, first class was nicer. That's what I hear. He claims that he ate both steak and lobster on this flight from Detroit well, to Paris. Apparently they had a broiler because they had like a side of beef <laughs> with the yeah, biggest lobster called, I've ever steak. seen. It's steak, yeah. I think I saw a carving station on that. Yeah, that was a full, though. that wasn't just a fucking knife and fork job. Oh yeah, it was a, wait, it was a whole thing and they were sharing it with everyone. Yes. So he Keep, like the, the French teacher keeps trying to like break into first class and she's like that's my student and then like he he like flirts with the flight attendant he's like this lady's like crazy man like shove <laughs> her off and the, this CIA agent who's also in first class uh, takes the this god killer and puts it up against this lady's head in the bathroom. It's so funny. Like, I will splatter your brains all over this bathroom. You leave Michael Corbin alone. I was laughing my tits it's off. A very it's very so fucking funny. Yeah. I, I will blow your head off and then bring us all down with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better make sure that bullet stays in her skull. It was, oh, he it flashes was a badge and says that he has the authority yeah, to do, do it. it. Yeah. It's 1991. You were allowed to fire one gun on a plane once. Yeah. You were allowed to bring <laughs> a gun and like fire once, you're and that was legal. also allowed to smoke on airplanes in 1991. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worth uh, remembering this movie got nominated at the Saturn Awards for Best Fantasy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
It's so, I mean... Well, I guess it's closer La La to a fantasy than it is a biopic. But yeah. then, Wait, Linda- is that like a fan theory? Like, he's just... He, like, uh, drinks something in first class and it's all just in his head or something? Oh. No, it's acid, man. No, not uh, fantasy Drinks like acid? <laughs> oh, you mean like he gets a sword? No, just like, that a it's a... Wizard, stu- no, a no. None, none of your around. dragon shit. <laughs> Eric's new side podcast, Dragon Shit. That, oh, would, would you subscribe? Tweet at WHF oh, yeah, Podcast. We, we know that answer. Um, but so it's great. So what's her name? Linda Hunt? Yes. yes. So she comes up with this flight attendant. And she goes up to this other CIA agent. And she's like, hey, here's this, uh, your, you know, your drink or whatever. That she's poisoned. And this dude, it's like a tumbler filled with whiskey. This dude fucking takes it down in one gulp. And I was like, dude, you're on the clock for the CIA. <laughs> Master spy. It's drinks this dude, fucking thing. Let me tell you, this is a real black eye for the company. This yeah. movie is a real black eye on well, the company. Well, this might be an air marshal or something. His uh, badge looked a little... A little flimsy. A little badge. Did, did we have air marshals on all flights back then? No, I think no. just flights with Michael Corbin. <laughs> But like, here's the thing: it's like there needs, and then it's like, okay, his name is Michael Corbin. That's all we know about him, and his code word is mother. So like, it's it should if if all you know is Michael Corbin, his code word has to be like blonde flaming snow. Like you know what I mean? Like something no one would ever say for no reason, right? And that you work that in conversation. Like, oh, that's clearly a code word, right? Right. right As opposed right. to mother, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. His name, you know, his at name this is time John. of year, I love how the blonde flaming snow. <laughs> you know, I find that President Trump quite sexually attractive. <laughs> One might say he's a real blonde flaming snow, <laughs> being that he's a upstart white nationalist <laughs> politician. Segregationist or whatever he is. I was gonna try uh, to all s- of them. <laughs> I was gonna try to sing uh, Danzig's mother with blonde. Oh <laughs> fuck, that'd be cool. That would be hard. Mother, won't Wait, you walk on the blonde flame and snow? Sidebar: Why hasn't Glenn Danzig, or why didn't he ever get a movie? Never got it. Well, because he. Probably pissed everybody off. I imagine. Glenn yeah, yeah. I mean, he pissed Actually, off. wait. I mean, what, look him up have, on IMDb. Yeah, I'm sure might. Glenn Danzig has appeared in a fucking terrible horror movie you've never wanted to watch. Maybe, but yeah. But it's like, oh, his name's John Smith, and his password is foot. You know what I mean? It's like, all right. Well, <laughs> chances are you're gonna get you're gonna get a, a comical mix-up if that happens. Foot with an exclamation point at the end. Okay, they have some requirements. <laughs> Glenn Danzig was in the Prophecy too. Yeah, I fucking oh, Samuel. Oh yep. And You're he welcome. was in a movie called Young Hollywood playing Glenn, and then just an episode of Portlandia. That's it. Glenn, I love the Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> Your solo stuff leaves much for the devil to be desired. That lyric, I just raped a baby today. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. So, so yeah, he, he, he they land in Paris. Uh, he winds up... Being scooped up by uh, the CIA and the and the MI British six. intelligence, yeah, and the the MI six. This is MI six at this yeah. point, yeah. And he goes to like a fake James Bond horseshit factory. It's a real, yeah, it's a real Q office, mm-hmm. and they they have all the gadgets you could ever dream up, and it's like here's all the things you're going to use later in the movie, oh, much in, like a James Bond, including yeah. X-ray specs that just show people naked. It's not actually X-ray; <laughs> no. it's just clothesless. Yeah, it's it's clothes-free glasses. It's nothing to do with actual x-rays and uh, uh did everybody see where mission impossible got their gum idea oh yeah man <laughs> and de palma fucking ripped that right <laughs> off huh 
I like to put Brian that. De Palma on a date watching <laughs> If Looks Could Kill. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's good. I'm yeah. going to use that. That's I'll, good. I'll take that. I mean, uh, this is 91. That first Mission Impossible is only five years away. But do you th- like, was it ever on the show? Like, gum explosive? Is that stuff? Like, oh, on the TV on- show? I don't, oh, was I Landau don't chewing any gum? Maybe <laughs> maybe MacGyver? I just feel like it probably existed somewhere. Exploding gum somewhere else? Maybe. It's entirely possible. That sounds like a MacGyver move. Or was it ever gum. a Bond thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't recall. I don't think uh, James Bond chews gum. But later they do do like a pretty direct rip off of Dr. No, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the well, little henchman. Well, because, yeah, he's got another henchman. This henchman, by the way, in the beginning of the movie has a great uh, uh, mangling of his hand because it goes inside of a snowmobile. <laughs> yeah. And you hang. This movie, by the way, why I like this movie is it is violent as all get out. For, yes. no, yeah. for being time. a PG 13, like, there's no well, like huge explode, like exploding heads, but I mean, like. For being like a kiddie movie, like people are getting fucking murdered. Well, in this and film. and you're seeing some squibs go off too. It's mm-hmm. not just like blammo and someone falls you're over. Right. People yeah. are seeing burning corpses, which is great. <laughs> yes, and chests are exploding. It's and, fucking well, awesome. And this snowmobile is going with this guy's hand, and he's just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that was the opening when they kill Blade, it played is. by Roger Daltrey. And this guy's character's name is like Ziegfeld or something. Yeah. Yes, Zeligfeld or something. Yeah. Zigsfeld, whatever. One it, of those. It's somewhere in Europe. That name is somewhere in Europe. <laughs> exactly. So that he's about, and like it's this thing where like all he keeps doing is saying, "I am not a spy," and they're like, "Oh!" And I said, "You, you fly guys, crap me up!" Like it's like, no, 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 no. I am not a spy. I am not a spy. I'm telling you right now, I'm the not a spy. One British agent does mention like, "Oh, it's America. They brainwash these guys." Yeah, they brainwash <laughs> them so hard. <laughs> it's like Jason oh, for, Bourne. Oh wow. <laughs> That's uh, that'd yeah. be funny if he wound up being Jason Bourne. It's just it's one of those things. Like I, I was able to get over it for this movie, and I guess maybe it speaks to the charm I found in this movie. But normally, when there's these gigantic misunderstandings that can be uh, squashed with a "Hey, fuck you, listen to me," yeah. like I, it drives me up the wall. And that's kind of what this scene is leaning yeah. towards. And yeah. then finally, they're like, "Hey, here's this fucking sexy ass red car," and he's and like, "That car," and yeah, he speeds out of there. Kind now, of now, Michael, it's me, Albert. Finney. <laughs> We're is, that really, is that the voice of the car? <laughs> oh like, my god. Like kid. Get me to the gas station, Michael. I'm drying out. <laughs> Fill up my ass. <laughs> okay. I was Put making that long metal rod. I believe a born, that fuel. a born ultimatum joke. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Just that why. But yes, I, I like Albert Finney a car. That's cool. My God, Michael, just look at all these people you've killed. <laughs> oh, there goes my oil spill. You know, my car keeps telling me stories about his younger days where he was voiced by Billy Crudup. <laughs> Not- yeah. He keeps on calling me Aaron for some reason. <laughs> Wait. Wasn't he voiced, or wasn't it uh, Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor, sorry. yeah, not yeah. and then uh, Billy Crudup is like the son, the son. Yes. yeah, yeah, the grown son, the grown son. And that movie I cried at. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you cried. Oh, I did. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was wondering if you cried, but now you sold me on it. <laughs> so yeah, he gets in this car. Uh, the, my favorite song of the movie, which is. One hot country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starts playing, and he's like tooling around. I guess this is France. 
Yes, this movie. Yeah, yes. we're still we're still in France. We're that's that's where Paris that's is. Where it's, a, it's in somewhere in Europe. <laughs> and then we get uh, Gabriel Anwar. Like we're doing like kind of a a, a a vacation ripoff kind of a thing. Kind of yeah. It's like there's a babe driving a car, and there's a great moment here where it's like they're on the road, and then the school bus or the bus with all the school kids in it is is there too, and they're like, oh look, it's Michael Corbin, and everybody's like losing it, and they're like. Oh, he's like driving next to a babe or whatever, and the fucking teacher yells out, "Kent, stop looking at babes!" <laughs> but this dude, he jumps out of the, he looks out the window, he puts his whole body out the window. Yeah, his hat flies off his head, and he's just like, "Look at the babe!" <laughs> Instructing also, all of his classmates it was the 90s we to loved gaze babes. upon the babe. Yeah. It's before millennials killed the babe industry. <laughs> all right, this is back when you could just have a babe in a movie. Well, can't anymore. Thanks a P- lot. PC culture can't have a babe in a movie anymore. <laughs> just can't do it. Also, I just remembered who this other the buddy friend. Uh, that buddy actor, friend. Oh, buddy friend. Yeah, that's his name. That would be a good spy name. That's good. Hey, yeah. I'm buddy friend. <laughs> Uh, foot. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting killed in a bathroom. He totally, if you look at him, there's a couple shots in this movie where you're looking at him like dead on, and he kind of looks like Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Like a super young Andy oh, shit, Kaufman. Do you think it is him? It, yep, it might oh, be. No, it was Bob Zamunda the whole time. <laughs> so, well, do you think R.A.M. wrote a song about that kid? I think they did. It was and called- Stop Looking at Babes. <laughs> I'm looking like Andy Kaufman. Looking like Andy Kaufman while looking at babes. Shiny, happy babes. <laughs> 81% of R.E.M. songs are about Andy Kaufman. Just yeah. spoiler alert there. Here's a little one about that kid in the bus. <laughs> yeah, 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 Except yeah. that one that you think is explicitly about Andy Kaufman, but it's not. It's about Andy Williams. Oh. Wait, what? I'm just I'm oh, lying. Okay. Oh, okay. What? I'm lying, Steve. Okay. So, Nobody but, wrote a song about Andy Williams. <laughs> is Go- So GoldenEye is what, 93? Yeah, this is all like... Seven. 97? Yeah. No, it was... Or 95. Wait, no, N64? Yeah. No, no the, the movie. The, the movie. I, think the, I think the movie was <laughs> the movie. 1995. Yes. Yeah. Because this is, this is all like Dalton stuff, era stuff yeah, that we're cause, playing. Well, because they take the car flirt here. And Goldeneye, he's, he does that oh, with Banky yeah. Jensen. Oh, wow. oh, that's right. You know, I think all spy cinema has been informed by If Looks Could Kill. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, it's the the, the uh, Rosetta Stone is spy film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, there is like a big Golden Mountain thing in uh, in uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy right at the end. You probably didn't see it. <laughs> wow. We were actually just past uh, Dalton. This was like downtime for Bond because License to Kill was 89. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So this and the, we we had nothing until Goldeneye, and um, so he like the 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 uh, Ziegfeld, the guy with the one arm, there is like chasing him. There's like kind of a funish chasing, like he's just trying to open the window because I mean, like he's a dumb baby and he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's trying to open the window to flirt with Gabriel Arnoir, and like everything kind of keeps going wrong, and he keeps like accidentally winning this like spy chase. Yeah, like he sets a parachute out and it hits the windshield. Yeah. And this dude Ziegfeld is the guy where it's the Doctor No reference because he's got this like crazy mechanical claw hand. Well, is, is that the, what you were talking about? Kevin? No, uh, the Scorpion is that not from or is that Thunderball? 
I don't recall. I thought you were talking about this dude's hand. The, the scorpion in the bed. Thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's don't definitely in a Bond movie. That is one of the, like, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's talked to me. So eventually this dude, like, kind of crashes the car and, you know, he lives to see another day kind of a thing. Sure. Accidentally. Yeah, the, the governments of the world are now tracing the, uh, the school bus as well. Yeah. And there's a gag where it's like all these different spies start taking over for the driver. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm your new driver, Jean-Claude. And yeah. then that guy gets taken out. It's like, I'm Pierre, your new driver. Right, yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot going on. There's layers. And at this point, the CIA, the bumbling CIA is like, oh, who is this French teacher? And they think that she's... And can we slip her... Can we slip LSD into her glass? <laughs> I don't know what... I, I don't know what it's going to do. Let's find out. Hey, this is what we like doing here at the company, slipping people LSD. <laughs> Look, what we, we do. Uh, we hooked up an explosive to a mantis. And uh, <laughs> it's just going to crawl up there and just... Let him do it. <laughs> How far? that? Oh, that didn't work. Let's just slip them LSD. <laughs> Maybe they'll jump out a window. Out of curiosity, how far off are we from Alex Jones like being a fun celebrity to be in like Sharknado Twelve as the mayor? Oh, that's you know gonna I mean? happen. That's totally gonna it's happen. Gonna, it's probably oh, man, gonna. I hope it's one of those things where the production's delayed because he died during filming. <laughs> well, no, it, you probably have the timeline timeline exactly right. It's probably Sharknado Twelve since we're on six. Okay, no, yeah, so I six six away. Six more. Well, he's already made his movie debut though. Wait, what? Oh, wait, he's yeah, in Waking Link later. Right, yeah. right. He's also in. He's in one of his other movies too, mm-hmm. isn't he? Uh, uh, isn't he? Isn't he Waking Life? Yeah, he's, well, he's in Waking Life for sure. He's but, in A Scanner Darkly. Oh, he's in Angels in America as Jeffrey Wright's <laughs> boyfriend. I forgot that. That's <laughs> yeah, a really, yeah, that, no, a really actually, powerful he's performance. He's actually in Scanner Darkly. Yes, so. yes. Roy Crohn is not a gay man. <laughs> Roy Crohn is a straight man that likes to fuck around with guys. Roy, Roy, the turn of the frickin' frogs gay. Roy. <laughs> Man, he shouldn't be cast in that. No, he should not. He should hey, not. attention anyone doing a new production of <laughs> Angels in America. Don't cast Alex Jones as Roy Cohn. Roy, Roy, Roy. Can I get you some some uh, some chicken bone supplements? <laughs> Would you like to drink this uh, shake made of uh, beef testicles? <laughs> beef testicles? <laughs> I eat that. Holy shit! How is this a podcast? So he uh, <laughs> he has to go to a party because it's you know it's, he has to crash Steranko or it's a, it's a casino. Well, that's the thing. We're we're just aping Bond. Yeah. So now, what do you do next when your mission is just starting out? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like going to casually lay into it. You go to a casino and play some uh, baccarat. Yeah, and uh, he does not get into the casino. This is your favorite part of the this. Movie. Is I fucking dude. I was watching this movie this morning and I burst out <laughs> laughing. So like he walked and he's just he's dressed like a teenage Richard Grieco. He's got like a Letterman jacket on or whatever. And he goes up to this fucking swank his balls casino. And the dude at the door says something in French to him. And uh, Grieco's like, I don't understand. And the dude is just saying like, you know, he starts saying in English like, your clothes, your clothes, you are not dressed here. I say, you look like dog shit. I f- <laughs> dude, someone saying that someone else looks like dog shit. I fucking lost it. It was so funny. It's a good one. Especially like the, the accent is like, dog shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then I guess he recalls that he's got a fucking spy tuxedo in his car and yeah. he changes really quickly. And he goes in and he starts playing. Uh, Anwar is playing against uh, uh, Storanko. Yeah. And they're playing in Baccarat. She's losing. He gets involved. 
he starts to use his x-ray shades. Oh. And right. this is when we get a really uh, uh, aging like a fucking dead uh. fucking horse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess a uh, trans gag. Well, I don't some, know that you can call yeah, it a trans gag. It's I mean, a, it's it's a man a, dresses a lady. We yeah, don't know yeah. what how this person identifies. But it's just one of those like, yoo-hoo. <laughs> you're like, fucking come, come on. on. And it goes nowhere. Tech like, Avery. Yeah. Like if that was a character, I mean, it would be. It's actually better that it is just a one and done, like stupid, like man in a dress gag. Yeah. But like, and but, he's, he like almost throws up. Obviously, yeah, well, right. that's that's what's fucked up. Is Greco is like scared. Yes, like, he's exactly. like, <laughs> it's just like, like okay, like, man. Okay. Like, hey. well, you know, he's in a foreign country for the first time. Mm-hmm. He's already failed high school. You know, this guy's <laughs> under a lot of stress, man. <laughs> And so it's oh, just, you think that's what it is? He sees this person uh, who's half who's naked, and he finds out that you know it's not an actually a woman. And he's like, "Oh my god, I failed high school!" He just has that realization, like, "Oh shit, I yeah, failed high school." Was, that's when it hit him. <laughs> it wasn't during the six-hour flight. No. It wasn't during the first chase scene. No, no, no. I think Greco is truly fearless because. Uh-huh. I mean, he's about to gamble away all the company's money. That's true. They're this coming is, back for it. Well, and it's so insane because this is how fucking dumb this guy is. Maybe he should have taken fucking card gaming 101 in high school mm-hmm. because he goes like, that? he's like, oh. <laughs> is that like a That's an AP real? class, actually. Oh, re- okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay that so. makes sense. He says Welcome like. Welcome to card gaming 101. <laughs> this is uh, Professor Joey. <laughs> yeah, I did go here. <laughs> So he's, he walks up to the table. He's like, oh, cool, Blackjack. I know this one. And the dealer is like, uh, we're playing Baccarat, dude. It's uh, not that at all. And he's like, all right, got it. And then for the rest of the time at the table, he still thinks he's playing Blackjack. Yeah, it's th- that's Richard Grieco's charm in this movie. Like, charmingly stupid. But also, where, where, where is Alec Baldwin and the boys? Who are, mm-hmm. This guy just oh, the in cooler? the middle, middle of the game. <laughs> yeah. Woof. <laughs> Puts on these glasses. Yep. That I don't know. Right. He's like, oh, yeah. oh uh, let me. Do I want to hit or don't I? And he puts on these enormous glasses. Yeah, dude, the cut, pit yep. boss would be all over that shit. And he's like, oh, I got a quick pit boss story. Oh, a couple weekends whoa. ago, I was at a bachelor party and we went to a casino. Uh huh. And we were playing. We were playing blackjack, and it was actually blackjack. Uh-huh. And at one point, the dealer like read a thing, like read something on the table wrong, uh-huh. and was like, oh, you lost. And the pit boss. Happen to be like staring over. You know what a pit boss yeah, is, yeah, yeah. right? Right. They tune up your car when you're when you pull over to All the right, side. So of the for Eric track. and anyone who doesn't know, He's I will the explain. Florida-based rapper. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. pit oh. <laughs> boss. <laughs> now he's pit boss is doing Bud Light commercials. <laughs> No, it's just like the dude who's like, there's a bunch of them and they, you know, survey tables, make sure everything's going right. So this pit boss being great at his job comes over and fucking leans into this dealer and is just like, you know, basically called him out on like, that was the wrong move. And like, it's all this crazy. And it's like, it's a to do to give back chips at a casino. Like it was this whole fucking thing. And my buddy was like, just let it like, just it's fine. Don't worry. And this dude was really fucking laying into this dealer hardcore one of my biggest anxieties is going to a, and this has happened to me a couple times is going to a casino and gambling wrong like no everybody yes. hates your guts immediately yes, that's mine too when you are gambling incorrectly the only reason I sat at this table was because every seat was taken up by <laughs> friends of mine and then like this kindly older woman who like didn't yeah. give a shit but that's always my neuroses is like well, I'm gonna fuck this up and some Texan in a huge hat's gonna <laughs> shoot me in the face well this is why I just do like the Carly Rae Jepsen slot or whatever the fuck. Like, 
I because I don't know any of these fucking games, no, honestly. No. Like, and there's so many variations. I just like no. Fuck well, it. I was like, oh, I know poker once, and I was like, I play poker all the time. I'm pretty good at poker, and I sat down like these sixty year old men that are lifers. Yeah, yeah. You sit down, and there's like. Welcome to the table. You owe us twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. You have dude. somehow lost five times. Hey, can you get this down. guy out of here? I'm trying to gamble away my disability check. <laughs> Pension's got to go somewhere. Um, so, <laughs> so he wins this background. He wins. Game. He also meets um, Ariola Canasta. <sighs> Which is you know, which is Jesus a bond Christ. name. Yeah, it that's is on par with it, any other. Dumb well, no, that, that's the gag, right? Yeah, 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 it's so a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny thing. I don't know. There's something classier about pussy galore. Yeah, well, and octopussy. A, that's what's well, so octopussy's the movie, and, and also the <laughs> but thing. But still, in the if movie, you're putting that yeah. on your poster, yeah, it's, well, sure. well, in the movie, it's a monster that has eight pussies, right? Is that- <laughs> A lake monster, specifically. <laughs> oh God, coming this fall to the Sci-Fi Channel, starring Ian Ziering and fucking Alex Jones. Uh, well, eight pussies. See, Bond. It's more. It's, all, it's more on the nose. The areola is like subtle. Yeah, and isn't it? Don't you re- subtle as a heart attack? Well, Eventually, time, don't. When I saw this movie in like 1992, I, I would. I, it went over my well, head. Well, you're right. I guess if she was named Kim Nipple, I mean, exactly. All right, all right, Ian. Ian, we've destroyed four of the eight pushies on this octopus. <laughs> we are. Uh, we we got four to go. You've got to get into the tunnel system and hit the access point right here, here, and here. I was in the, uh, the USS Tallahassee. <laughs> Got shot on the side by uh, two missiles. Sink there's there's sink no way he could carry that monologue. <laughs> FYI. You got to get out of there. The birth canal is falling in on itself. <laughs> Shout octopuses. Pull us down one by one. <laughs> so it has dead, dead octopusy eyes. <laughs> Suck the hull off a ship. <laughs> Oh, it's all awful. Um, so he winds up uh, going back to the, his. He goes to his hotel room uh, after winning. Um, well, also, can I just say uh, the villain of this movie? What's his name again? Steranko. Augustus Steranko. <laughs> Augustus Steranko uh, makes a real fucking asshole comment at this card table that will get you shot in the head at any casino because he's like. Richard Grieco does not know like the stages of like betting and yeah, whatever, yeah. and yeah. he's like, yeah, the the woman. Uh, Says, you know, oh, you just put in like half your money. He's like, that's fine. Double it or whatever he does. And the guy is like, oh, you can't do that at this point. And Steranko is like, I make the rules at this table. And I was like, no, again, the pit boss is coming over well, and beating the shit no, out of you in no. the alley. Uh, uh, come on, Andrew. He's the head of some kind of European <laughs> economic something. Oh, yeah, somewhere in Europe. So he has control <laughs> all over something. That's true. He, he, he determines what money is. So, right. Yeah. So after you win at cards, you got to get it wet. Mm-hmm. Sure. So he goes back to his room and uh, Ariella Canasta has snuck into it. He didn't bring her back. Like, no. She's, a, she's just there, which should tell you. I mean, even if you're a 17 or 18-year-old kid, this... You're, it's either a prostitute situation where you can't afford it, or you're gonna yeah, get murdered. No, I, I'm so cool down there that all the women want to sleep with me. <laughs> I did I so, so well cool. at blackjack, Iraq. Did you see me? 
Hey, Dad. Dad, look. Hey, Dad. Dad, look, a prostitute. Dad. <laughs> Shut up. I'm paying $300 for you to be there. $300 a day. $300 a day, the dad says. So, um, I feel like you're getting off kind of cheap. They're making out, and then, like, you know, uh, it's 1991, so we actually give a shit about condoms, which is nice. Well, does it? Is this before or after he just says, uh, boner? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. says boner. <laughs> <laughs> what is he trying? He was trying to say something it's in like French. Bonjour, yeah. Or he was something. like, bonjour. oh, that's what she, she's like. Oh, bonjour, and he's like, uh, boner. <laughs> You're like, come on. All right, Ian Jaring, you need to get into the. <laughs> You need to get into the boner submarine uh, in order to defeat Octopussy's final pussy, which, as you know, is gl- blinking red right now. Is the camera still rolling or what? I never knew I'd be in Czechoslovakia quite this long. I can't believe it took so many takes to get Octopussy done. Uh, Czechoslovakia, huh? You went to a place that doesn't exist anymore. To make, actually, you know no. what? That is where they'd make Sharknado 12, in I, a country that doesn't exist. I imagine him more of uh, as a Randy Quaid Independence Day. That's right, ladies. I'm back. How has he never claimed that he was abducted by aliens? Rand, oh, Randy Quaid? No, Randy Quaid has indeed oh. multiple times claimed he's been abducted no, by aliens. Who, Alex who, Jones. Oh, yeah. I think he's mentioned aliens existing, obviously. Yeah, clearly, but, but he himself has never been like, they probe me. <laughs> he might have. I mean, yeah, I'm not tuning got, in every dude, day. His radio, first of all, his radio show is fucking three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. So Five days a week? I don't know. There's and fat he, pigs on the air? So just think about how many hours there are. There's and more he's Alex been going Jones. for fucking ever. Forever. Like He's been since around the 90s, yeah. since the 90s. That's a lot of fucking time. He definitely, definitely talked about probing. Catch him in bed with too much air time. So he uh, is trying to get... It's this weird, like, combat condom. I don't... I kind of get the joke here. The joke is like, now in the early 90s, all the men were like, why would we use condoms? It's impossible to get them all open or on or what? Wait, what? Which I I always love. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the George Costanza thing too where he's like, oh, I can never get them open. It is a fucking wrapper that's all but perforated. (laughs) Come on, you losers. So there's this joke that he can't open this Condom. It's like it's called combat condoms, and it's like in this tube, and it's like, it's like all metal. And it's then in they, like a tuna can. Yes, yes. and then it's individual tuna cans, and that's the joke about how hard it is to open a condom. Am I but, right, guys? And but it goes on for like twelve well, minutes. Well, because it's not just the fucking like you would need like. It has a key. It's one yeah. of those really old fucking things. It's like an old can of beer. Yeah. Well, she, oh, God. Well, she's like, you know, she, she like starts making out with him. She lays him on the bed. Takes his like, pants. You're seeing some Richard Greco pants drop. And what, he is definitely wearing tidy whities mm-hmm. Calvin Klein's, baby. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to show you so many stuff, which clearly means butt stuff. I mean, that's... What I, I would that think works. so. That's all. going to fucking you, peg that ass. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just lean into it, brother. It's... it's, it's the water is it's fine. It's a fine ride. It's a fine ride. <laughs> so he's like, you know, oh, I'll be right back. And it's kind of funny because... Her thing is she's about to kill him with a scorpion. Too. Correct. Like, Close your eyes. Right. Oh, she's right. Like kissing his leg. She brings out this scorpion, and then he immediately jumps up and runs to get a condom. Right. And Which, okay. Uh, <laughs> scorpion goes flying into the ceiling. And yes. And just falls down into her dress, and now she's running around this hotel room like... Moaning for like twelve minutes. It's I don't like understand. panic moaning. Yeah, but like 
it either it strikes you and that's that, or but what is going on? Yeah, well, I think she's trying to get it out before it strikes is the idea, and she's freaking out. And Richard Grieco thinks that she's dancing. Well, it's such some... a, what's a what a what an ironic time to realize you have a scorpion fetish as as you're dying. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I'm so aroused that I'm about to die. Unfortunately, I can only do this once. <laughs> and then is it uh, our mechanical handed friend who comes in yes. with a rocket launcher <laughs> and ices this woman? <laughs> yeah, oh, he was trying to kill him too. And that didn't work out because he was in the bathroom trying to put the condom on, <laughs> and then he comes out of the bathroom, and you get to, you get treated. I'm going to say treated to this smoldering corpse, <laughs> dude. Chris B. Critters yeah. and uh, and uh, Owen and Baru style. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> Oh man, do you think they were having crazy sex with a yeah. fucking oh, scorpion? Dude, dude, it was they were fucking outside. They were like, he's gone to do his fucking whatever. Right? They're let's, like going out on the patio, let's having fuck a couple on this patio. Yeah, a uh, ant, I mean, Baru. Yeah. Oh, you Which want this? Like you a, want this uh, dewback milk culotta? <laughs> exactly. Or daiquiri? Oh, pour that blue milk on my chest. Yeah. Oh no, we've been rocket launchered oh. to death. <laughs> Now milk me. Oh wait, no. <laughs> Greco, by the way, uses uh, the the famed Lethal Weapon Two style. He runs into the bathtub to escape an explosion. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, man. Safety first. Sometimes you just gotta go. And he winds up escaping, and he winds up meeting up with Gabriel Anwar. At this point, uh, the French teacher is abducted. We all wind up at Starenko's castle here, mm. uh, which is very it's right next to Bowser's castle. Right. Well, I Dracos think this is a well. chateau. Oh, it's a chateau. <laughs> a chateau. Chateau. Yeah. I learned that from reading Roger Ebert's review of this movie, which uh, he actually liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three stars. Yeah. I like, like, only, like, like, like this It's movie. only him and us. <laughs> We're the only, well, except for Chris. Mm-hmm. It's fine. What do you have against Robert Dreamer? That's my question. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I hate his stinking guts, that. obviously. <laughs> it's around this time, by the way, that we cut back to what this class is up to. Because you just said they get kidnapped. But oh, like, right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. The thing that leads up to the kidnapping is the most disturbing part of this movie. So this the dude who is staring at babes... Uh, is also obsessed with their high school commencement uh, speaker, the valedictorian. And uh, the whole movie, you see him like creeping on her, this and that and the other thing. We cut to this bus, and this chick is asleep in her seat, and this guy is like licking her ear. I guess you can't get expelled, but you certainly can get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well... Why is this thing even like? There's no point to like. At the end, you see them together, yeah, which is also super fucking. Well, weird. you know, if I've learned anything from movies over the years, Chris Chapman sure. is is vicious persistence. Is exactly. always, it always the key. pays That's off. That's what it is. Always to it pays off. It happens off screen, but she fucking folds like a wet towel. But that's, I mean, and like, I get that gag, but don't have her licking her ear while she's asleep. Yeah, while well, she's unconscious. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. What are you, Freddy Krueger? Like, that is a really <laughs> actual Freddy Krueger move. Yeah, honestly. totally, totally. Uh, but so, yeah, then it's like, it's the final pullover, and yeah. this is where the entire class gets kidnapped. Yeah, they get kidnapped. Right, now, now Ziegsfeld is the <laughs> bus driver. Right, and you find out somewhere around here, by the way, that Gabriel Anwar is... In uh, Burn Notice? Oh, no, that's 10 years later. Yeah, yes. no, nobody cares about Burn Notice. Uh, but her character... Burn Notice! See, nobody cares. <laughs> Mariana, I think. Is it Mariana, something like that, is the yeah. character's Mariska. name? She, Mariska, 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 yes. Yeah. She is the uh, daughter of Blade. Oh, right. Daughter yeah. of Daltrey. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Daltrey's daughter. 
Yeah, Gabrielle Anwar didn't that's inherit good genes. them teeth, that's for sure. <laughs> that magnificent hair, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, they both get uh, uh, kidnapped, and then like they're just, kind of in a medieval dungeon for a little bit, a long time. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I would amend that to say a long time. And Steranko like go, wants to have dinner with Corbin, and he lays out his evil plan, which is very vague and bizarre. You just but, make him bison bucks, as you, we you described. Bison, right. bison bucks. And, like, you know, Corbin's like, you know, release my friends, you son of a bitch. And, like, they kind of introduce this thing where, like, uh, 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 I want to call Stranko is, like, um, afraid of violence for some reason. And he's like, oh, you know, he's, like, very nervous. He's, he's a nebbish kind of bad guy. Right, I guess. right. Because, because he, he, his big plot, he also explains here that he was going to, you know, all the um, champagne tonight is going to be poisoned. Oh, yeah. So he's trying to pull a Jonestown. <laughs> <laughs> but he explains, like, oh, this was actually developed by the CIA, so it's full of LSD. Oh, no. He says it, it was developed by the CIA to, um, uh, they will die at random intervals. And of it natural will be, causes. Yeah, kind of would, thing. yeah, exactly. Won't be tied back to him, even though it would be very AKA weird. AKA magic potion. Wouldn't it be yeah, weird? well, that's actually, I missed that line, but that's pretty genius. But it would be pretty weird, though. Like, oh, everyone that went to this party eventually had a heart attack. This, yeah. You know, it's. You and your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> this movie could have used some Fickner. Well, if they remake it, he could play Stranko. <laughs> oh, there you go. Totally. Or he could play uh, Corbin. He's, he's young enough. <laughs> I would watch that. So after this parlor slash dinner scene, uh, he gets thrown back in the dungeon where he breaks out this gum. And it's kind of great. And I totally had a flashback about this because, uh, well, first of all, he brings up uh, Ariola Canasta and says, the woman who exploded in my hotel room, which I thought was a funny line. But then he goes, uh, well, you know the gum that goes squirt? This is the gum that goes boom. And I was like, oh, yeah, remember that cinnamon gum? Oh, disgusting. Where you bit into it, there was like cinnamon juice in it. Oh, (laughs) yeah, what a bad idea. You know what? Just fucking brush your teeth. Any cubed gum is none of my business. No, thank you. No bubble yum? No. Right? Wasn't that like the. Bubble yum was a thing, too. Yeah, it was like a cube, right? It was like a but soft more, cube. Yeah, it was, and it was a soft just disgusting. Cube. But this was like you bit into this gum, and once you mm-hmm. fucking went to fucking Bite Town, man, it was like squawk. There, yeah, that's disgusting. It was a gusher. It was a gum gusher. Ugh. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like say that five times fast. Two two <laughs> forms of gum: stick or chiclet. And you know what I mean? Like that's it. That's all you got. That's I, gum. I, I yeah. agree. With, I agree with you. Or yeah. tape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that still falls under stick, sort of. Yeah, so you're was, tearing it. You know yeah. what? I could have gone into a big league chew every once in a while. Oh, Jesus. What are I, you? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dirt is what I am, Steve. <laughs> That's I what I wanted, I wanted to hear it. We got Finally, a, I heard it. A couple it. of gumshoes here. Oh, wow. By the way, speaking of gumshoes, he uh, takes that stick of gum and he puts it on that dude's shoe. Yeah. And then that guy blows up. It's Dude, it's a, yet another person exploding in this movie and it's... It's awesome. I love people exploding. Dude, they're blowing up left and right, this thing. It's great. And you know what the most heartening thing in any movie could ever be? Is an American teenager with a machine gun. Like, finally, yes. yeah. he gets it. And he starts spraying people. He yeah. is an Wait, instant expert at machine guns. Trying to pass high school French by spending his summer indiscriminately killing people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that it's fun and fine. <laughs> But at no point is he immersing himself in the language, which I think was the point of this trip. Well, he's got the language of death now. Mm -hmm. 
It's crazy. I believe he signs off this movie saying, I roar. <laughs> he does, actually. This you movie, to, by the way, ends just mid-sentence, to, he was just and it's wonderful. To, he was just trying to say the actress's name. <laughs> so he gives the, a machine gun to uh, the French teacher, and he's like, all right. You, and he, like, it's this like very bizarre line where it's like, now you are the French teacher. She's like, I understand. And yeah. like, she wouldn't she understand, do a badass or something. They, yeah. They, uh, oh, I, AKA, oh, I have to be Rambo now. She like puts a fucking... Uh, she's like, like Gizmo in Gremlins too. Yeah, yeah, she ties like a headband <laughs> yeah. around, and she's like ready to fucking take a life. Or but like two. the British and American intelligence, like, oh, there was a French teacher operative that oh, worked right. during the Cold War. But like, she doesn't know that. <laughs> no, no, she has she, no idea. She has no, no idea. But this goes Michael back Corbin to, doesn't know that either. This goes back <laughs> to the fantasy element. They have developed telepathy. Oh right. Oh, right. oh there it's it like is. It's like the hive mind. Yes. This is pretty just cool. like when all those those octopuses talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the octopuses are talking to each other again through telepathy. <laughs> Didn't I warn you? I tried to warn everybody about this. Why do you think I was on the air for three hours a damn day? <laughs> All right, Luke Perry, get in there too. <laughs> we should mention that he initially saves the French teacher and the students by spraying the gold they're about to be dipped in, molten gold, yeah. with liquid nitrogen uh-huh. right before they hit the ground. And it's like, okay, there goes all their feet. And uh, yeah, yeah he's, seen, he's also doing this without gloves, BT dubs. There goes his hands. <laughs> I've seen this movie 20 times, including me last too, night. And I was like, and only now am I realizing that's probably scientifically a little implausible. <laughs> <laughs> Every other time, I was like, yep, checks out. You know what's actually been fact-checked and proven 100% uh, viable by Neil deGrasse Tyson? Uh-huh. Moonraker. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that a, a, is that a fact? Yeah, dude. He signed off on Moonraker. He also signed off on Octopussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, tweeted Neil deGrasse Tyson thanking him for verifying that Moonraker could totally happen. Yeah, oh, my I, God. I was, oh, my God. We, haven't, just, we you, haven't had a campaign in a while. We have not. Yeah, so it's good to you know keep that guy on his toes. But let me tell you, you just saying his name just Ooh. gave me a memory, and I got to talk about it on the air. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, my wife and I watched Zoolander 2. Uh-huh. And the science in there Neil, is sound. Neil deGrasse Tyson what? has <gasps> multiple appearances in that movie, including the final line of the film. What? Is he saying that's Zoolander 2? I don't remember. But that is one of the worst fucking movies I've yeah, ever it's, seen. It's, it's hard to see. And I'll mm. tell you this, there's a brief, like, he didn't leave his house and filmed it in front of a MacBook appearance by Jerry Stiller. Wow. It really stinks. If I mean, Wait, hold, hold on a second. We go from a David Bowie cameo in the first film <laughs> yes. to Jerry Stiller on his computer. <laughs> well, Jerry Stiller was in the first movie, too. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of cameos. I mean, that's well, the whole there, fucking uh, thing. Yeah, there's a ton. Oh, but man. it's just... I was like, man, if like he's like ninety something at this point. If this is like Jerry Stiller's last thing, that yeah. fucking sucks. He's done twelve Snickers commercials this year. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. do not worry about Jerry Stiller. Oh no, oh, come on, dude. Oh, come maybe on. maybe he's it doesn't go, work on old people. He's got to go sometime. He might as well go by our hands. But I just had to <laughs> say on the air that Zoolander Two is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. That's I just right. I got to check it out now. I Unwatchable. Had, I, I've avoided it's, it. It's kind of a seeing is believing because the whole time we were just like. Why did anybody I do this? Turned it off 15 minutes in. I Couldn't can see do that it. myself. Could not that. do it. 
Uh, anyway, sorry to derail that, but that's I just fine. Um, Zoolander so too. He Whoa. kills the um, he kills the big uh, Ziegfeld in the he like kind of body slams him into that dude falls into gold. What was great pretty. too is his mechanical hand punches through the uh, yes. the uh, frozen gold into the molten gold, and you get that. You get that uh, handful of molten gold. That's fun. It's gold <laughs> hand. <laughs> oh my god! It's not a finger now. It's a whole hand. <laughs> um, it's he kind of dies like what's his face does in uh, like Danny's brother in Game of Thrones a little bit. Oh, he, he yeah. gets the full he thing. Gets, oh, oh, that yeah. that dude the, does get gold gets fingered the on cold, that show. Cal Drago bathtub. <laughs> no, well, that's more of a T two. That's <laughs> the full. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's full T two. He should have done the thumbs up with his robot arm. <laughs> uh, and then he, um, so then he saves all of these diplomats or whatever. And then, like, basically, we're chasing Steranko to a helicopter. Yeah, and like this previously unstoppable Linda Hunt kind of doesn't do shit. For the rest of the movie, it's awesome. Well, the 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 whip makes another appearance. Did we're better. We're battling with the whip a little bit, and then as the helicopter takes off, Steranko's like, you know, oh, sorry, Linda Hunt, there's no room for you, and throws her out of the helicopter. Well, he says like, oh, the, the the helicopter's too heavy. He throws out like he he has Gabrielle Anwar. He throws her out, and then he's like, it's still too heavy. We have to get through. There's a gold Augustus, and he's like, you got to go too. I'm like, that lady weighs forty one pounds. Like let's let's all <laughs> let's all call a spade a spade here. That lady weighs forty one pounds. And as she gets tossed out, she totally like gets the whip out and like is hanging on to the helicopter yeah. a little oh, bit. This is great. But eventually she falls. No, yeah. But she gets by kicked. how? She yeah. gets kicked in, in the, the face. face. It's awesome. Augustus Steranko kicks her in the face. Cut to a puppet falling out of a helicopter. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. It's just like the limbs are hanging. Someone <laughs> threw a scarecrow out of this helicopter. From industrial light and puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ILP. They uh, do good work. They do great work. Oh, no. Mr. Bill. Yeah, it, it might as well have been a clay figure. Oh, no. Linda Hunt. <laughs> I have an Oscar. And somehow... Uh, and somehow this entire castle is on fire. Yeah, it explodes. The the, the helicopter explodes. Then Augustus is that because fall- the, wait? Is that because like the gold went up? I think the gold in the basement went up. And I then, mean, like, this the- looks like the Overlook Hotel, and the <laughs> yeah. entire structure is on fire. I think it has something to do with the. I don't know how it got this bad. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Augustus falls through the helicopter. Then all this gold falls on top of him. He starts eating some gold, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Bad. Well, did you read the Tribune about oh, I did, how? Yeah. They're all chocolate. They're all chocolate underneath. Oh, really? They Ooh, use I love actual those. chocolate Ooh. coins. <laughs> Speaking of kid shit, I just remembered what uh, I know Linda Hunt from and love her in yeah. Kindergarten Cop. Oh yeah, she yes, gets a baseball bat to the back of the head in that movie. Uh, yeah. So that's something. That is pretty great. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, and so he wins the day. He uses his suction cup sneakers. Which we saw back at the the bootleg Q office at the beginning of the movie. To scale down the thing, he does. He goes up to the guy and he's like, "I need a vacation." Which speaking of Terminator Two, yeah. isn't that the dumbest thing that happens in that entire fucking movie? The Terminator <laughs> says he needs a vacation. You're a robot. Yeah. You're a killing robot. You don't go on vacation. You know why people go on vacation? Due to stress. You know what you don't have? <laughs> stress due to being a robot. And maybe it's like a data thing, and he was like given a stress chip. <laughs> it's one more stress chip uh, right here. Stressing out. I got to do. I got to find John Connor. It gives me agency. I have to do it now. I, what would a Terminator vacation look like? You oh, you're just at a charging station. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe kicking up on a throne of skulls. Oh, okay. 
I always love those scenes about all the, you know all the Terminators with the, the you know, mountains of skulls. Yeah. In the background. Oh, yeah. when you're looking at like the future and the yeah. post apocalypse. When, when a Terminator can just be a Terminator, you don't have to fucking wear a human suit. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Oh, it's paradise. It's like the Garden of Eden. Oh, take my take my clothes off. <laughs> you know, for fun, me and my friends will go out of our way to step on the skulls. Like you, know, <laughs> you, it's not directly in our path, but we'll go out of our way to. Oh yeah, it. Skull Beach. It's a, we, it's a nudist. <laughs> Colony for yeah. us Terminators. We take off our flesh. We hang out. It's you. You get to see my little uh, exo bone. Uh, Everyone is doing everything with everybody. It's very sexy. I love Terminator Vacation. <laughs> you tickle my metal bum with a femur. We, the helicopters come down. They can have vacation too because they are also Terminators. <laughs> we hang out with the helicopters. <laughs> we hang out with the train. We swim in. Liquid metal is wonderful. It's wonderful. When can you start, dude? Now, now I'm picturing. Now I'm picturing uh, a Busby Berkeley esque synchronized swimming number oh, with yeah. a bunch of Terminators in a liquid metal pool. Yeah. Oh, and the cool. helicopter in the background. Yeah. And you know what? Terminator Vacation is a great movie that we never got to make. Still got time. Dude, scrap Avatar sequels. I'm telling you, James Cameron, I know you're listening. Let's James Cameron, let me tell you. Terminator Vacation. Terminator Vacation because nobody wants to see these yeah. Avatar movies. Shut up about Avatar movies. Shut up about Wonder Woman and make Terminator Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. What was that old fuck saying about Wonder Woman? I don't Woman? know. He's like, oh, I don't believe... Like it doesn't make any gosh darn sense. I think he was he was saying something like, uh, oh, uh, Wonder Woman is feminism. pretty, so it's regressive, and, yeah. and he's claiming, I guess... I mean, his he just needs to shut the not, fuck up. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he just, just needs just to shut, shut the fuck up. up. The star that he was married to. Nice. Shut the fuck up. Oh, and so the thing that's annoying, by the way, is they never figure out the fact that Spy Corbin is dead. <laughs> this Corbin is the movie's ending, and he's like, "Okay, I need a vacation." By the way, I'm not. He says, "I'm not even going to tell you who I really am." But by movie, like, and it just credits immediately. It's a very quick cut to credits, and for the for like the experience of watching this movie for the first time, when I was having a lot of fun with it, I was like, "Oh, it's over." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's it." Where is the like? You need. He says that right, and then it's like. Fade nice, yep, like fade out to black, fade in. They're on the beach. It's yep. him and Gabriel Anwar, oh, yeah. and fucking you know Goldfingers or Goldhand is still alive or something like that. Or right. a, a sweet sequel setup. We can get into that. Sure. Or maybe you know they're on the beach and in the distance they see a couple of rambunctious Terminators <laughs> having the time of their life. <laughs> the beach ball. Just, um. Or maybe that's what Octopussy's break landfall. <laughs> A lot of good fake movies in this episode. Yeah, totally. Yeah, sure. Um, but seriously, though, uh, screenplay alert. Drink every time someone says Corbin. Ooh, it is wow. all over the place. Everybody, it's Corbin this, Corbin that, Corbin, what are you doing? Corbin when, Dallas. Well, when Corbin's not Corbin on screen, Bernson. the other character should be... <laughs> the other character should be saying, where's Corbin? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Corbin died on the way back to his home planet. He sure did. Uh, yeah, and that's it. There's no, like, meeting back up with the parents. No. I mean, you need some kind of, like, 
oh, we we did find out after all that you are a high school student, but we want to hire you anyway. And then he goes, yeah, fuck college. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. Officer Koharski has to like do something. Dude, Officer Koharski is in this movie from Wayne's World, whatever that actor's actual name is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he was Officer Koharski in Wayne's general. World. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the... Well, the, the thing is, we don't need to go back to his parents or school because now he has become a man. Yeah, oh, I see. Once you kill a hundred people, <laughs> I would fine. say that's that's an under understatement. Well, there. I just yeah. want to see what uh, huge body count yeah, this movie tremendous. What what uh, sick Game Gear game that little brother's got playing right now? Do you think this uh, Corbin's going to show up in Kingsman the sequel? You think oh. that'd be a, that'd be a nice crossover? It would be a great crossover because that movie's stupid too. <laughs> that movie is fucking terrible. It's awful. I, I couldn't. I, I never saw even, the first one. And I don't it's so stupid. Care. It's just like. You, I mean, you do get Colin Firth killing a whole church of people. For, it's like shockingly violent, which was kind of yeah. cool. But it well, just it's Mark ends. Millar, of course, it is. Yeah. What's that mean? He's a comic book writer. Kick ass. Kind of. He a, likes to draw um, cartoons that hurt each other. He likes to write them. Oh, oh. excuse me. Oh, he wrote the Kick Ass movies. Yes. Yeah. I skipped that second one. Anybody see it with yeah, Jim Carrey? It's awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's quite awful. Um, yeah, and that's that's the end of If Looks Could Kill, unfortunately. And no sequel. No, sadly. I bet Richard no. Grieco was upset about that. It would be cool to do like a 25 years later sequel oh, or something. Yeah. Like right now. Mm-hmm. Revival. Maybe tr- How about put it on Netflix? Give me... Give me ten episodes of this. <laughs> sure, why not? I when, mean, uh, when looks did kill, maybe or something. Where? You have to still have Richard Grieco in it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I guess for a supply, you need a demand. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, quickly after this, <laughs> wait, he played. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Hold the phone, as they say. Do you see all the shit that Netflix puts out? There's <laughs> no way point. there's demand for all of that. <laughs> or a YouTube red that like Oh uh, well yeah. then you can guarantee no one's gonna watch it. <laughs> that uh karate kid spinoff's coming out. Oh is that's on oh, YouTube yeah. Red? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's unfortunate. Please, yeah, it's a please. bunch of it's, it's you think it's gonna be the karate kid or something, it's but not. it's all it's gonna all be all right whatever shit. it is. It's all a bunch of conservative <laughs> guys talking to eleven year olds. <laughs> Wait, that's what YouTube is. Oh, that's, that's, oh, a, that's oh, what we I call. You meant this Karate Kid spinoff. Well, well, this Greek, is what we call a YouTube joke. I thought you knew something about William Zabka that I didn't. That's uh, what I was thinking uh, too. No, I'm sure he's a fine person. I heard that John Kreese is a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I heard. Well, Greco, right after this, uh, he went on to play fucking Bugsy Siegel. <laughs> In oh, what? That, that in movie Mobsters. Mobsters. That's Christian Slater as oh. Lucky Luciano. Can I tell you? So I, I didn't, I haven't seen Mobsters. I didn't know what it was. I just saw the cast, Boring. and I just assumed that it was them as mafioso, but not like famous guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Patrick Dempsey is uh, uh, Meyer Lansky. Meyer Lansky, exactly. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. Then there's a huh, fourth indeed, one. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> and it is terrible. That it, movie it is wretched. Sucks. Yeah. I saw I remember seeing it when I was uh, a youngin and I remember being bored to tears. But yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Uh would anybody recommend if looks could kill? Hell yeah. Yeah, solid recommend here too. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty quick. It's a dumb it's a dumb, fun little movie, and there's a, a lot of fun action in it. Bing bang boom. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh boy! I totally would. I had so much fun with this movie. This is a perfect hangover movie. Uh, Richard Grieco, who again I'd only seen in select Twenty One Jump Street episodes, mm-hmm. I St- think is star in the making. I can't wait to see what he does next. <laughs> I think he's good in this movie, though. Like, there's charm to be had with Richard Grieco. The- I don't know what he's done recently. 
T1000, did you forget the cooler with the beer? Did you only bring the cooler with the waters in it? Wait a minute. Hey, 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 uh, Terminatrix. Terminatrix, <laughs> oh, come no, over here. I forgot she existed. How is it you only brought one side of the cornhole game? <laughs> How are you supposed to play cornhole with only one cornhole? Oh, this Terminator vacation is ruined. You are supposed to bring at least three chairs. <laughs> You know what it's like getting to the beach without enough chairs, everyone. Is the, is the T-1000 here? <laughs> He's the one who turns into the radio. <laughs> Have you seen my beer? <laughs> oh, that is... It Call the good. lifeguard now. There's an octopussy coming up on that shore. All right, I'm sorry. I'm we are done. We're done. We're done. done. We're done. We, we, done. we got a little fun this on this is, show. This is all, it's over. This is the end of the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's If Looks Could Kill, directed by William Deere. If you want more WHM, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over on the HeadGum Network. Rate and review wherever you get us. We'd greatly appreciate it. Like us on all social media platforms that we are on, including Twitter, at WHMPodcast. Uh, next week on the program, we're still rolling through uh, new original content in WHM Season 8 with... Samurai Cop. Oh. It is, I believe... A Patreon selection, I believe, yes. when we had a tier that you could program an episode. We have since gotten rid of it, but we thank you for your contribution. It's going to be a bonkers... <laughs> it's a bonkers movie. It's going to be a bonkers episode. Yeah. I mean, this... It. Yeah, it's it's batshit crazy. Mm. Samurai Cop. I'm already telling you right now it's a recommend for me, mm -hmm. at least, because it's, yeah. it's so fucking crazy. Back it to back, we nuts. love movies. But I, I do want to say, please contribute to the Patreon. We have a bunch of bonus con content there. Yeah. Is that how Con yeah. Content. Content. Con content. Content. I'm incontinent? Yes, you are. You can't see it... Uh, uh, audience, but uh, Eric's making a lot of Steve Jobs gestures. <laughs> <That's with this. laughs> I'm script tonight. I've been scripted by Aaron Sorkin, and uh, that's why my dialogue has been so good. That's why I've been uh, yelling at Kate Winslet all night. <laughs> it's been so good. Patreon.com/slash We Hate Movies, where you can find shows like The Nexus, Animation Damnation, Commentary Track. You sync it to your television. That's right. You sync it to your television. That's that's correct. He said that like an uncle trying to tell somebody on TV what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week when we go to Troma Town, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Chris Cabin, Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Selling a little, or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap, or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 